Alright everybody, this is the Strong for Coffee podcast. I am your host, Jose Barnett, and I have Veronica. How do you say your last name? Well, if you're from Italy, you say Rossignoli. If you're from America, it's Rossignoli. Rossignoli. Most okay. people just say, they just call me V. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> when, you, when I tell people my name, Veronica Rossignoli, they just sort of shake their heads. Because I didn't know the first ways to say your last name. I said, I'm not even going to guess because I'll probably offend <laughs> Veronica. Rossignoli in America is, is perfectly fine. Okay. Yep. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, my name's Veronica Rossignoli. <laughs> I own Berea Fitness and I also co-own CrossFit Berea with my son, Zach. Um, I've been in Berea for 10 years now. In fact, we're actually getting ready for our 10-year anniversary grand reopening, and we're going to have that in June. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, y'all opened in 2011? I came to Berea in 2011, and I began here with just some group fitness classes. Okay. And then we at grew and grew and grew. It expanded. Okay. At one point... During uh, one of our classes, originally I came here, we, we were holding classes at the, the Russell Acton Folk Center, and it would get so full that uh, one night the police came because we were obstructing the flow of traffic. <laughs> I thought he was in the corner just sort of watching, like wondering what was going on, but he actually made me stop and have people move their cars, so... Fitness, the love of fitness and the need for fitness in this community has always been here. They've just not been a very good outlet for people. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I know I've come from where you see a lot. I remember coming here to this gym back in 2012 when you all had just opened up the building not very long. (laughs) Yeah, probably looked a whole lot different, didn't it? (laughs) That's when the cardio equipment and your boot camp was all in the same room with the actual weights. Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. Y'all have well the battle rope over next to where the squat racks and stuff are now. Yep, that's where it was, yeah. So we've sort of gradually taken over this block of property. We started with the center building, the main building, mm-hmm. and the building was in really poor shape, and electrically it was in poor shape as well. So as we grew, we ex- when we as we expanded, we renovated the property, made yep. it more friendly for fitness, mm-hmm. and now we occupy the whole 20,000 square feet. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So you all have turned the, I guess it used to be a gymnastics and the boom gap outdoors. You all mm-hmm. turned that into a convention? Well, the, like the in-unit the in unit we um, opened during the pandemic and offered it um, as a rental for people just because people didn't have anywhere to go to have birthday parties and things. Everything was closed. So as the pandemic was sort of subsiding a bit, we opened that up. Um, We're now occupying that space as our boot camp facility. Okay. Um, So in that room, we do have, it's a pretty good, good large space. It's probably maybe 3,000 square feet. We have some equipment as well. So we're using it for personal training. And for those people who are still a little nervous to come to the gym, mm-hmm. they can personal train in that end unit okay. and be completely sequestered from any other 
any other people. Uh, you still do the rentals, the parties and such? Well, we're kind of holding off holding to off, see. Okay. Um, we, we, that was sort of a temporary thing just to mm-hmm. um, give people an opportunity, and um, it gave us an opportunity to get the room ready. Yes. And we didn't really have anything to do with it at the time. Mm-hmm. So the, the rental opportunities may still be there in the future, uh, with all this new equipment we just got in, we've had to store some back there until it sells. Okay. So for now we're not, but that's still a possibility in the future. What's the name of the business? The venue. The venue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they were open back up, you need a place for like a small wedding ceremony or small shower. Birthday parties. Birthday receptions. Party. Yeah. We have a we- we did have a wedding there over the pandemic, and it turned out really nice for them with Dakota and Robert wasn't it i I don't think so oh no. yeah. they may have been somewhere else yeah <laughs> so uh, going back to the fitness, when did you first get into fitness? Well, after I had my youngest son, clearly at mothers having children. Uh, when they're when their kids are small and you're having babies, we typically well for me I had three pretty close together and so there wasn't an opportunity to work out while I was pregnant and all that. When it was all over and I had my last one, that's when I decided to get my body back and I joined the gym. And that Zach is 26, so that's 26 years ago. Oh wow. So I started at um, Baptist Health, and then I, I fell in love with it. So I, I began working at mm-hmm. Baptist Health, and I worked there That's for the a year. One in Corbin. Yes, okay. it's now called the Corbin Wellness Center. Okay, I think uh, CrossFit Red Blaze. Yes, that CrossFit Red Blaze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I began then, and it just—I've just never stopped. I have a natural ability to understand science and um, nutrition science. And so I started exploring that and I got several certifications and um, started picking up clients. And it sort of just was a gradual thing. Um, I went from Baptist Health to Powerhouse and I worked there for several years. And while I was there, I decided I I wanted to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. And I picked a couple of towns that didn't have anything. And Berea was one of them. And the other town I picked was Barberville. And I actually graduated from Union College. So I expected to have some. (laughs) Yeah, go Bulldogs. I went there for a semester. (laughs) Then I realized how much it was going to cost me in the long run. I said, (laughs) "Eh, it's probably not a good idea to stay here. (laughs) Well, I, I graduated. Yeah. From there, I have a degree in uh, business administration, English, and journalism. Oh, wow. So I expected, and then I went there to work. So I worked at the college for six years. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't after I graduated. I went back later and worked there for six years a- as the director of public relations. And I ex- fully expected to go into Barberville, into the town, yeah. and just be like gangbusters. I expected mm-hmm. people to show up and that I wouldn't have to test another town. Mm-hmm. And it was really up and down. So they, I would have people come and then next week they wouldn't come. So it was sort of a hit and miss. 
whereas here in Berea, I was doing the same thing simultaneously, it just grew and grew and grew. Mm -hmm. So I knew this is where I needed to be. I didn't know a person, not a single soul in the town. Do you think with Barberville, like, the struggle with it is, like, I guess the economy down there and stuff? Um, honestly, I don't, I do not think that the economy had anything to do with whether I was successful or not there because most of the people that I was pulling from were, you know, they're working class people. Working class people are the people who pay for fitness, you know, so... I, I can't attribute it to anything other than God needed me to be in Berea. Yeah. That's the only thing that I can, because I didn't know a single person there. Yeah. Not one single soul. My mother worked at Hofstra Yale, and so she connected me with um, the lady who was teaching aerobics, Cheryl, at the Folk Center, and she Cheryl was the most kind, helpful. She She was so good to me. She didn't take, she didn't, with with fitness, you know, if I walk into a, a gym and say I'm a fitness instructor and this is what I'm here to do, you know, people are going to, you know, question that, like yeah. be really like, oh, well, we don't know you. Mm-hmm. Cheryl was always so kind to me and she really, she really gave me a leg up yeah. and she introduced me to Maggie who was over Parks and Recreation and sh- Maggie did the same thing. She welcomed me with open arms, was so gracious and grateful that I was here to offer fitness classes for the community mm-hmm. that um, I think it was right place at the right time. I was I met two amazing women who took me under their wings and helped me get a start here because I didn't know anybody. Yeah. And it literally just took off. I found my tribe. <laughs> I found my people. Cause I know before you are always saying come here, the only place I knew of in Berea was Camp New Energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still open. Mm-hmm. They're still going? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if they were or not. Yeah, they're still here. It's us, uh, Berea Fitness and New Energy. And then before the pandemic, we had Seabury yeah. uh, from the college. But I don't, I'm, I don't expect it will open back up for the public. Yeah. I've worked out at Seabury before. It's real neat. I mean, yeah, I teach um, Aqua Zumba there. Yeah. So I love their pool. Yeah, I got family that graduated from Berea College, and they get the alumni deal and all that. And it's just they have everything. <laughs> there. I know racquetball. It's a great place. Mm-hmm. The downfall is walking up this hill. You yeah. have to park down <laughs> the bottom. I know as fitness people, you're like, well, you shouldn't be worried about walking up the hill, but it's just inconvenient. Yeah. Like if you want to park and go into the gym, you want to park and go into the gym. Yeah. You have to park way away and then walk all the way up to the gym mm-hmm. but when you get there it's fantastic oh yeah there's it's one-stop shop kind of mm-hmm. like this place is becoming now yeah we i don't think that there's a service that we don't offer yeah. at this at this point just need to make a swimming pool out the back yeah somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you know put a pool in the working um at baptist health ha- taught me a whole lot about why gyms don't need to own pools <laughs> <laughs> so we probably will never have a pool here but yeah. just because it is a huge expense mm-hmm. um, and there's not a big payoff yeah i say it's a big insurance thing too insurance it? you have to have certified lifeguards every time the doors open and oh, really? uh, the whole time i was at baptist at the wellness center there we didn't turn a single profit because of the pool 
Okay. So, and, and, you know, with it being a gym as part of the healthcare system, profit wasn't the goal, but you don't want to run a gym where you're, you're, you're running all your money into a pool. Yeah. So that was the case with Baptist Health. What made you want to start a gym? Like it was a gradual thing. I, you know, I knew I wanted to have a fitness facility. I didn't particularly have in my mind a gym, a, a full-on gym. Mm-hmm. But as we grew and I saw the need, it was just sort of, um, it was always just the next step. Yeah. It just took the next step. And every step led to the next step until we came to this step. So we're here. I know. I kind of look like you did it your way, kind of backwards. Usually people start a gym, then bring in the fitness classes. You started the fitness classes and then brought the gym gym. in. Right. Um, Well, you know, my ladies needed a little more strength training. And Mm -hmm. I'm a personal trainer, and I know the importance of strength training. And it's very difficult to get um to lift heavy weights in a group fitness class so we brought some weight in actually i started a boot camp and every time they would pay me i would buy equipment with it so i I was working for free but i didn't mind Mm -hmm. um because i enjoy it and i want to help people and that's just who I am. Well, they say you're doing a job you love. You'll never work a day. In I your haven't life. worked in um, <laughs> ten years now, JJ. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's been awesome. I'm jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's been awesome. It's been a great, a great journey. I know. What is some of your certifications that you have? Like, what's all? Oh of them? my gosh, all of them. Oh my gosh, I don't think I can remember all of them. <laughs> so I'm a certified. I'm a weight loss coach, mm-hmm. uh, life coach personal trainer. I think I have all the Zumba certifications. I'm a certified master booty yoga trainer. I'm a belly dance body fitness master trainer. I am a Reiki master. I I have some other so I'm a I'm AFA certified for cycling. I mean there's you know I have all the group X certs. Mm-hmm. So if you've taken a group X class for me i likely have a certification <laughs> in it um i i that's i have a lot of them out of all the ones you have what's your favorite life coach life coach mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's really how i do my greatest work is i help women figure out why they can't lose weight mm-hmm. and solve that problem yeah so with most weight loss you know you go in I mean, honestly, most weight loss programs are designed for failure because they want your money. Mm -hmm. They want you to come back and pay them again and again and again. I want to fix the problem so people don't have to pay me anymore. If you don't have to pay me anymore because I have helped you overcome a major life obstacle, I know without a shadow of a doubt you're going to send somebody else to me. Yeah. So I tell everybody that I don't I don't advertise what I do. People find me when yeah. they're ready. And that's a very important component of what I do. If you're not ready to correct the root cause, you're going to keep spending good money after bad. I mean, yeah. 
one of the big questions I ask when I interview a new client, and I do interview my clients, I make sure we're a good fit for each other. Yeah. If we're not a good fit for each other, I do not want to take their money um, because it's just it doesn't serve either of us. Yeah. So one of the things I ask is how much money have you spent on sales weight loss? And the numbers are astronomical. I'll the I think the biggest one was fifteen thousand. Oh my god! Yeah, in a lifetime, it's just the uh, the numbers are all astronomical. Yeah. Because people keep searching for the answer that lies within themselves. When I help them find where that answer is within themselves, then they don't have to search anymore. They don't have to keep throwing their money out the window. Mm-hmm. You think, like a lot of the. I guess like diet fads you see on TV. Do you look at them as scams and stuff? I looked at I look at them as marketing attempts preying on desperate people, yeah. hopeless people. Yeah. When people walk in my door, the look on their face I can tell by the look on their face how despondent they are. Yeah. How hopeless they feel. Mm-hmm. And I I'm hope dealer. I give them hope. <laughs> I. I break everything down in such small increments that nothing feels bad. Yeah. Nothing feels like they're being deprived. Yeah. Nothing overwhelming. It's either. yes, and overwhelming. I'm glad you said that word. Overwhelmed is the perfect word to describe most people when they walk in. They're inundated with so much information and so yeah. many people telling them Instagram, Facebook, their neighbors, take this, take that. I'm doing this, and it's working for me. Let me make something perfectly clear. You cannot lose weight unless you're in a caloric deficit. That is science. Mm -hmm. We can't argue with that. All right? So when somebody tells you they're taking a, a drug or a pill or a supplement and they're losing weight, they are in a caloric deficit or they would not be losing weight. So when somebody hands you something to take and tell you it's okay, that it's going to help you, and then it doesn't help, that's just another layer of that overwhelming feeling when they walk in my door that they have. Yeah. The thing is, like, people don't realize is everybody's built different, too. Every single human is is as... Individualize your fingerprint. Because that pill might work for this person, but it might not work for me. Exactly. Right. And until you understand how your own body is going to respond, mm-hmm. every all that stuff is just noise. The greatest thing I read the other day is, it was on Instagram, said everybody in the world could be on the exact same meal plan, and we would all have different results. That's a very, that's the most true statement I've heard <laughs> in a while. No, I do I do customize meal plans. We it takes two hours to do your first meal plan with me because we literally sit down and we <laughs> you remember right, yeah. JJ? We go through every day and we time your meals according to your movement. Everything is done deliberately. Mm-hmm. So there's I don't just hand you a meal plan. I could do that. Yeah. I could hand you a meal plan and say, Do this and you'll lose weight and you would, but if it was a struggle. If there was too much of a struggle, you're going to fail at some point. And what I do is help people get through the parts where the failure comes. Yeah. So when you're at the point where you think you're going to fail, I'm there. 
helping you navigate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what all, just what types of meal plans do you cook? Do you just cater it? It's everything is individual. Person? Yes, I don't. I don't. There's there is. I don't have a meal a standard meal plan. Mm-hmm. I can't. I mean, well, actually, I do have some that they're free on our our support group. Mm-hmm. I s- I about probably every six months or so, I'll do a a, a free meal plan and put out there, yeah. just for people to get started yeah. and help them g- maybe make some good decisions, some mm-hmm. good choices, get the energy momentum flowing in the right direction. Yeah. But if you come in to counsel with me, you're gonna leave here with a completely customized meal plan. I take every drug that you're taking, and I use a software program to see where your interactions are, like what what those drugs are doing to you in terms of nutritional deficiency. And then I take that into account. I take your lifestyle, your, your medical history, everything about you I take into account when we're creating your meal plan and, and suggesting supplements. So I do suggest some supplements to people, but there are no supplements that are going to make you lose weight. Yeah. Supplements can trigger body processes. For example, like the puree tea, green tea, green coffee beans, yeah. caffeine can trigger thermogenesis. Thermogenesis doesn't make you lose weight. Thermogenesis, if done properly, can put you in a caloric deficit. Now that you're in a caloric deficit, you're going to lose weight. Yeah. The pill didn't have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. So you can take the pill and still have thermogenesis, but not be in a caloric deficit. Yeah. So you're just making expensive urine at that point. <laughs> expensive urine. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of expensive <laughs> urine in this world right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Um, so what actually like made you want to help people? What's the thing? I, I think really it. I th- there was no trigger. I, you know, I went through the journey myself. After I had Zach, I, I had quite a bit of baby weight to lose, and it was from three babies. <laughs> we love you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I had to go through the journey myself, and I, I had to discover all this myself, and um, it was hard. And I did it, and then I would help somebody else do it, and then I helped somebody else do it, and then I realized that God had called me to do this. Yeah. You just have that natural, I want to help people. Yes, it's just, it's innate in me. (laughs) It's just who I am. It's literally who I am. It's who I was put here on earth to be. Yeah. Um, How many clients do you have right now? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Whoa. My client load is higher than I want right now, mm-hmm. but we are coming out of the pandemic, and people are just, they're, they're coming in and asking for help, and I can't turn them away. Mm-hmm. So I would say my client load right now, I probably have 20. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was reading the other day that they're trying to see COVID-30. Yeah, I, got, I had the COVID-30, too. Yeah, like people have been stuck at home can't really get baking around. bread yep. drinking cocktails yep. learning recipes mm-hmm. and it was a great time to reflect and relax and to learn new skills if you were forced into it but <laughs> for some of us we came out the other side a little fluffier than we wanted 
I did get so much project done at the house. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I did. I, I actually got another certification while I was down. So, I mean, you know, I made the best of it. Like everyone, most people did anyway, make the best of it. Does it worry you that a lot of you weight gains do has been in like children and adolescents? That's a huge issue. And I don't take ch- children on as clients unless their entire family comes on as clients. So I rarely have any kids because, you know, you can bring your kid to me and tell me he needs to lose weight. But if you're not willing to do the same thing, I'm not willing to work with you. And so for a lot of families, they're just not. Um, They see it as a punishment to the other children, and it isn't. It's helping the other children live healthy lives. So basically, I'm not asking one child to eat a separate meal from every other person in in the home. That causes some severe psychological damage. And I'm about correcting psychological damage, not creating more. So the obesity in children is a, it's, we're in dire straits. This country is in dire straits from the obesity levels. And the sad thing is we're so, there's so much noise in the environment about weight loss that people don't understand how simple it really is. Eat real food, lift heavy stuff. That's, mm. I mean, it's as simple as that. And I add in a few tricks and tips and bits and pieces. Every little tiny thing adds up to the whole. Yeah. Whereas people come in and they think, I've got to do this big major thing to my diet in order to lose weight. Yeah. You don't. You have to do minor things to your diet to help you lose weight. I know with me, when you worked with me a lot, you just laid it out simply for me. is just eat this at this time, eat this much. This is what you need. It's how much you need to take. It's You made it to where I could enjoy it and still. Not feel food. like you were on a diet. Yes. You had me eating, what, 4,000 calories? <laughs> yes. If you, that's, the, that's a huge issue. <laughs> the people walk in here, they typically walk out eating more than they walked in and for some people i mean they'll walk out and they'll say to themselves this woman's crazy i can't eat all this food but once i convince them Mm -hmm. that their bodies are designed to eat food like we're humans humans eat food humans eat carbohydrates we have since we began we became humans Mm -hmm. we will we have to eat carbohydrates to live you need carbohydrates to build muscle. So the the funny the funniest thing about what I do is if I put a banana on a meal plan, people freak out like they can't <laughs> eat bananas. So I bananas are not your enemy. How many how many bananas have you ever eaten at once? butter or something like <laughs> <laughs> I can eat two or three of them. <laughs> Most people can eat one banana yeah. and they're done. You're finished. You don't want to eat four bananas. Mm-hmm. How many Oreos can you eat? Let's not discuss that. Okay. <laughs> That's my point. You know, you can only eat so much fruit. At some point you're not gonna want anymore. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be done. Your body's gonna your nutrition but your nutrition bucket's gonna be full the nutrients are going to hit your digestive system and it's going to tell your brain, hey, I got some nutrients. We can turn off these hunger hormones. Mm-hmm. 
when you eat the Oreos, those don't ha- that doesn't happen. Now you're triggering a whole other process telling your body, you need to eat more of these things. Eat more, eat more, eat more, eat more. Mm-hmm. That whole Lay's potato chip, you can't just eat one? Yeah. It's true. And it's because that food is designed to tell your, for your brain to ask for more. Your food, your brain, will not ask for more apples. It will not ask for more celery or carrots or bananas. It will stop when the nutrient bucket or the nutrients response hits the brain. Hmm. I know one thing you really taught me with like my stuff is you help me look at food as fuel. And that's what it is. Yeah. It needs to be you, – you need to enjoy your food. Humans – Food is a huge part of being human. So if you have this disordered look, this dis- this a disordered view of food, you're going to look at food as either being good or bad. There are no good or bad foods. There's only bad planning. Yeah. So if you have the desire to eat a piece of chocolate cake and you – tell yourself no i'm not going to do that because that food is bad eventually you're going to fail so rather let's work that chocolate cake into your meal plan let's make it work for you so how that looks is we work the macros until the chocolate cake fits in fits in then we have the chocolate cake in conjunction with say a big leg workout so you go out you do your legs you go home and you have your your dessert your, your treat, the thing mm-hmm. you've been wanting for, you've been asking and, and desiring and wanting to have. So now that chocolate cake is working for you instead of against you. Okay. The glucose in that the, in the, the cake is going to fuel the muscle build from your leg workout mm-hmm. so that it's not going to be so detrimental to your health. If you're a couch potato and you have the desire to eat chocolate cake mm-hmm. and you fulfill that desire to eat chocolate cake, Without giving your body a chance to use that glucose for fuel, it's going to circulate through your body. Your liver can hold about 250 grams of glucose. Your muscles have limited amounts of glucose in them as well. When those stores are full, your liver tells your body to put the glucose elsewhere. And for most people, it lands on their thighs, their butts. You know, it's just stored as fat. If you have the 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 excess glucose in conjunction with a workout now you're giving your body a chance to use that glucose for fuel rather than just having it stored for later so meal timing is very important you can dial in your meals to your movement and make it make your body so efficient that that you don't ever have any excess glucose that's when you get into the caloric deficit so your body's burning the fuel that you're consuming in addition to a little bit of the fat that you have stored from the past. Mm-hmm. When you go more than, say, a half to a pound in a week, you're going to start consuming some muscle too. So the amount of protein and the amino acids that you're having in your food helps, to, helps your body pr- protect the muscle from being burned. So you're going to lose some muscle. If you're going to a caloric deficit, you're going to lose some muscle. What I simply try to do is help you not to lose so much of it. Yeah. 
we want to try to focus on getting that fat bur to burn and, and to leave the muscle alone. Especially with someone like my training, I need the muscle. You need the muscle, and but you also need the glucose to support that training. So, like putting you on a ketogenic meal plan would have destroyed you. You would have lost a ton of muscle. Eventually, your body adjusts, mm -hmm. and you can you can sort of preserve the muscle and some some build muscle on a ketogenic. I I, can't, I don't know the science behind that, so I can't answer that question. But yeah. I knew I do know that it that there are people that claim that they can. I don't understand it, but so somebody like you giving you no glucose or no carbohydrates, you wouldn't have been able to function. Mm. Yeah, but I know with me right now, I can tell if I don't have enough carbs in my day, mm -hmm. and it affects I your workout. I mean, I'm, I'm wore out really quickly. About 10 minutes in. Mm -hmm. That's the store. That's the store your body's using. It's pulling out of the muscle. It's pulling out of the liver, and then there's nothing. Mm -hmm. So once that's gone, then you hit that dump. <laughs> and then once you hit the dump, your body will start, start cannibalizing your muscles. Mm -hmm. And that takes a few minutes. When that muscle gets cannibalized, it turns to glucose, and then your energy picks back up. So you'll have that big dump. And then you'll get a little bit of energy, finish your workout, and then when you're done, you're like, I'm dead. Yep. I'm dead. <laughs> That's how it goes. But now if you fuel the workout, and then you refuel after the workout, the next workout is a breeze. Mm -hmm. it's your body gets used to that fuel and refuel. You feed the body, you burn the body, you feed the body. And that's what makes your cells um, function really, really well. So people whose cells don't function very well have metabolic syndrome or some sort of metabolic damage. So when you eat anything, it doesn't matter what it is, your tongue starts that digestion process. It tells your pancreas to release a bolus dose of insulin. That then tells your body systems things to start happening. People with metabolic damage, when that bolus dose of insulin hits, like for instance, you for example, your cells are going to open wide up and let that glucose in for fuel and use it efficiently. People with metabolic damage, their cells don't open very well. Exercise creates a, uh, a protein that attaches to your cell that forces that cell to open and allows the glucose in. People with metabolic damage need that movement to get that cell up, that get that cell to open up from the exercise. It makes it more efficient. So if you have metabolic damage, one of the best things you can do for yourself is exercise. And when I say exercise, I don't mean kill yourself. Yeah. When people first come into the office, the thing I do for a week with them is very, very gentle movement. And that looks like 30 minutes of walking every day. Yeah. And that's just to get their bodies used to moving and not going into any sort of metabolic um, disaster zone. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of times people will jump up off the couch and they say, I'm done with this. I'm going to the gym. They come here and they run their guts out on the treadmill. And then their knees start hurting and then they don't come back. Yeah. Or they're back. So rather that happen, I start people on very gentle, 30 minutes of movement. 
very gentle strength training with bands and squats, just very easy on the body, just to prepare the body for the movement. And that little bit of movement right there can increase your metabolism um, exponentially if you're a couch potato. Mm. So if you are somebody who's on the couch right now and you want to get up and, and start this journey, don't get up and run to the gym and get on the treadmill <laughs> and run your guts out because it's not going to end well for you. Yeah. Get on a bike. Go outside and walk. Get on a treadmill and do a nice casual 30-minute movement yeah. walk. Don't s- start sprinting. Don't start running. Go slow yeah. for a week. The next week, add a little more. Yeah. The next week, add a little more. And then a little more and a little more. And then before you know it, your problem's over. Yeah. Your problem's solved. I typically work with people about four to six months, and mm. I sort of ch- I try to encourage them to kind of go off on their own and, yeah. and then only come back to me monthly. So if they can do that, they'll, they'll solve their problem, whatever that is, where it be movement, weight, whatever it is. If you go slow, steady, and take your time and – be kind to your body. Yeah. Exercise does not mean punishment. <laughs> it feels like punishment sometimes, <laughs> but it does not equate to punishment. It should feel, make you feel good when you're finished, yeah. not bad. That's true. <coughs> I like that. You should feel good until it's bad. Instead of just punishing your body, working out, just like, hey, I'm enjoying this. This is worth it. Speak loving kindness over yeah. yourself. Speak loving kindness over your knees. If you have poor knees, tell your knees you're going to make them better. And then come here and get on a bike. Mm -hmm. And if you get on a bike, you're going to correct your knee problems for most people. I mean, there are some people who have some serious knee knee issues. But if it's just sore knees from being overweight, come here and get on a bike Mm -hmm. and pedal. Your knees will get better. Your hips will get better. Then you'll be able to walk. Then you go get on a treadmill. Then you'll be able to do more. Then you get on an elliptical. Then you go to the front desk and say, help me do some strength training. And we have software here where if you if you join here at Berea Fitness, you, you can get a um, your workouts delivered to you in your phone. And you meet with a trainer once. That's free. We set your workouts up in your app, and they're right there on your phone when you come in. Mm. So you have a plan. You're not yeah. thrown to the wolves. Now, some people want to just do their own thing, and that's fine. But if you're nervous, ask us. We'll give you your workout right in your phone, and we'll show you how to do it. Hmm? Or just beginning. Yes, if you're just a beginner and you're nervous, ask for help. (coughs) I know, switching gears here a little bit with your, I know you did a lot of coaching and nutrition. What is the biggest issue and, like, common thing you see with this area? When you say this area, you mean Berea or right. like Kentucky? Berea, Eastern Kentucky, all With that. Nutrition, uh, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Soft drinks in general. So one of the things I do when I first meet with a client is I ask them what their deal breaker is. Mm-hmm. Everybody, most everybody has a deal breaker. If I say to you, you can't have this anymore, you're going to get it and leave. Once I find out what that is, yeah. I work on... Dis, the disassociation yeah. that is exists with it. 
So whatever that deal breaker is, somebody has an emotional attachment. Mm. So what I have to do is figure out what that is and how to break it. And I typically have pretty good luck with most people, but I never deny them. If it's Mountain Dew, we work it in so they can have it. <laughs> Otherwise, they're not going they're going to fail. They're not going to finish. Yeah. We had a discussion last episode about my Mountain Dew where Will used to drink it all the time. And then we got curious and looked up the nutrition facts on it. There's so much carbs. It's terrible. It's scary, oh, isn't it? It's horrible. But I can't drink one to save my life because no. they kill my stomach. I mean, you could take one of those and probably do a glucose test if the sugar content's so high. And then it's, I mean, it, it glows bright green. Yeah. How could anything that <laughs> glows bright green be good to consume exactly. for your body? But, the, you know, it affects their teeth. It affects their digestion. Those chemicals destroy your gut bacteria. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I do first with every client is to repopulate their gut bacteria. Yeah. And, I, and I encourage them to take a probiotic with a strain, Espilardi. Espilardi is known as the weight loss strain. You're born with your gut microbiome. The first time you take an antibiotic, it's probably completely just about wiped out, mm -hmm. and you have to rebuild that. But nobody ever takes time to do that. Yeah. Now, you can repopulate your gut microbiome with using a probiotic, um, and I encourage a multi-strain probiotic, and that doesn't mean a multi... Um, it doesn't mean a, if you look on the box, it'll say 80,000 or 80 million units. When I say multi-strain, you need to flip that box over and see how many different strains of bacteria are in that probiotic. Mm -hmm. Most of the standard ones over the counter might have one or two. Yeah. So I have a specific brand I usually recommend. And then we add in the Espilardi. Um if I can talk people into drinking kefir, that's the best way. Homemade kefir is even best. What's kefir? Kefir is fermented, is a fermented food. So it's made with milk and kefir grains. Mm. And um, I tell people to equate, equate it to like this. If you're taking a multi-strain probiotic in a pill, that's man. If you're taking store-bought kefir, that's superman. Yeah. If you're taking your homemade kefir, that's God. So you're getting the most out of the homemade kefir, but you're still getting benefits mm -hmm. taking the store-bought or the over-the-counter probiotic. Now, the gut microbiome is critical to weight loss. If you don't have a properly functioning gut microbiome, you are going to have difficult losing weight. Okay. So that's one of the first problems that we, we tackle is getting that under control. Okay. Um, the other is sleep. Um, I have five pillars I use, and I'll tell them to you. Sleep, your probiotic. You need to move every day for 30 minutes, and that doesn't mean you got to kill yourself for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. You can do yoga or stretching in the floor for 30 minutes. That's movement. Every single day you need to move. Um, did I say sleep? Yep. Okay. Let's see. There's two more. Let's see. Movement, sleep, the probiotic. Okay, we're going to 
I can move on and let me come back to them. My brain just <laughs> my brain just shut off. If my boot campers were here, they would yell them out because <laughs> I make them repeat them to me every boot camp class. What are your five pillars? Yeah. Um, because they're they're critical to weight loss. Okay. Um, I'm just amazed at how much like soda and coffee drinks in this area. It's just incredible. Um, and you know, it's just learned behavior. You know, you're brought up drinking it. You don't know any better. Mm -hmm. That's what you go to the store and get to drink. Yeah. If you're bought up, brought up drinking water, you're not going to walk in the store and get a soft drink. You're not even going to think about it. Yeah. So that's why I don't work with a lot of children. Because yeah. if you can't give up the soft drink for everybody, you're not going to make this kid not have it. Yeah. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have you do that. I'm not going to allow that to go on my watch. You know, if everybody can't give up the soft drink, then you guys need to figure this out because you're that I'm not your coach if yeah. you can't come on board with it. Yeah. I know with Walmart and Kroger and all the grocery stores, it's like the first of the month. And mm -hmm. you see people just slow Cases and cases yeah, and cases of soft drinks. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, all they, that's all they drink. Yeah, I know. It's very, very sad. Um, water's life. Oh, yeah. that's one of the five pillars, water. <laughs> water. <laughs> Hi, 100 ounces by two every day. More to go. <laughs> yeah. So we've got four of the five pillars. Water is critical. Water is critical to weight loss. Water is critical for your life. If you're not drinking water, you're suffering. <laughs> I know um, anything you would do differently with a gym, because this is your gym, so you're no. switching gears a little bit again. No, I don't think I would. I've I've enjoyed this journey. Um, we try to live a debt-free lifestyle, so we've managed to do that with the gym yeah. by going slow. And mm -hmm. it kept us open during the yeah. pandemic. I mean, we did, you know, our membership dropped. Our uh, We had to shut off billing. But mm -hmm. since we didn't have $100,000 worth of equipment to pay on, yeah. to a payment on, we didn't have to do that. So mm -hmm. it... it it kept us open, and it, I think it was just the right way to do it. Yeah. So I you don't took think. took it slow. Very slow and steady. I mean, over 10 years, we've, we've developed into this. And honestly, JJ, I think that we are probably the largest gym between Lexington and Knoxville. Oh, wow. I haven't seen one that has this much space and capacity um, in any other small town like this. Bree's very lucky to have mm -hmm. this set in the middle of their community yeah and people do take advantage of it mm -hmm. so uh, we have lots of great members but you know we we want more we want more people to be fit we yeah. want more people to be healthy so we invite everybody to come in we offer a free day free day free pass like yeah. a three day free pass <laughs> i got it out that time um and just download our app and you can come yeah. in and check it out and try it and uh, as soon as the pandemic was over, uh, well, I'm saying the pandemic was over. As soon as we kind of got back to a little bit of normalcy, um, my older population was the first ones back here. Really? Yes. They were in the door, ready to go, wanting to know when their classes were coming up. And if you walk in in the morning, yeah. this place was full of the senior, po <laughs> the senior group. They were the first ones back. Wow. They understand the value of their health. Mm -hmm. I guess uh, when you get to that point, you know. Yeah. This is what I got to do to live. <laughs> yeah. 
So they knew they had to get back here, and they were mm-hmm. the first ones in the door. So if everybody had that approach, you know, I know what it takes for me to live a healthy life. I know what it takes for me to have a healthy immune system. Yeah. Exercise boosts your immunity. I mean, it's yeah. science. Then, then get in here. Yeah. You're gonna, you're not gonna, you're gonna be able to survive germs if you have a healthy immune system. Yeah. If your body's not carrying around 50 extra pounds of unneeded fat, yeah. your whole body systems work better. They function better. Your mm. energy levels rise. I think the the biggest thing that happens that keeps people motivated for me as a as a coach. About four weeks into their journey, they'll come in and they'll say, oh, my gosh, I didn't know I could feel this good. Yeah. I really didn't know that this is how good I can feel. Mm-hmm. And they're amazed and astonished and just so grateful that it gives them enough boost to just finish out this journey. Because yeah. once your energy levels come back up and you understand how you're supposed to feel – and how your body's supposed to to function, you don't ever want to go back. Oh you don't yeah. ever want to go back to that mm-hmm. because it's misery. Yeah. I mean, if you if you get up and you take start to walk and you feel like you're walking through mud, your muscles aren't firing. You need water. Mm-hmm. You know, just getting people hydrated makes yeah. them feel so much better. That's one of the things you stayed on me about. Water, <laughs> water, water, <laughs> water. <laughs> I've got down to a science now. You got it figured out. How much, how it's easier for me to track. I start people on the chug method. Yeah. The chug method is the easiest way. You get up in the morning, you chug 16 ounces. Mm -hmm. On your way to work, you chug 16 ounces. When you get to work, if you're having breakfast at work, depending on what time, with your breakfast, you chug 16 ounces. Mm -hmm. Before your lunch, chug 16 ounces. Drink some with your lunch. After lunch, chug 16 ounces. Now you've got enough water in your system. By the rest of the day, you should have all that you need. Mm -hmm. So the chug method is the best way to do it. It just gets it in until you start craving it. At some point, once your body gets hydrated, your your brain's going to say, hey, you need to go drink some water because I like the way that felt. I don't feel that way anymore. (laughs) So let's get hydrated. Mm-hmm. So your brain will start sending you signals, and you have to learn how to listen. And that's called intuitive eating. And I typically try to progress people through the whole process to get to intuitive eating. Yeah. Now, that's sort of like our holy grail, mm-hmm. you know, and some people get there. Some people don't, but that's where we're heading. It's okay. where we know what our bodies need to function we know how to treat ourselves with food and not be detrimental to our health. We know to how to enjoy our food without having to eat foods that are detrimental to our health. So it's a, it's a, so there's a huge learning curve for some people. It's a process, but it is so worth it in the end. I've never had anybody come back and be mad at me. That's a good thing. Never. <laughs> Nobody's ever been mad at me for going through this journey. Everybody is so grateful and so happy, and it makes me happy knowing they're out living happy lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's always the, just the joy of it for me, seeing people achieve. Yes, they just, they, they, I, I guess the word I'm looking for would be they 
expand like their whole world expands mm -hmm. and they, and they become happy and yeah. joyful and they love to move oh yeah i mean you come off the couch and you think exercise is a bad thing and all of a sudden now you love it mm -hmm. you love moving yeah. it's a miracle for a lot of people oh yeah it also it's like it really gives you that self esteem and well of course you're i mean after your your endorphins from your very first workout matter they make you think oh my gosh i'm going to do that again yeah. i feel so good and then they come back and they do it again and they get that big endorphin dump. <laughs> then their mental health picks up because yeah. now their serotonin levels are, are rising in their brain. Mm -hmm. So they get that sort of euphoric, happy feeling um, and this joyful feeling from uh, moving that they didn't know that existed until mm -hmm. they started moving. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the first things that came out, one of the first studies that came out after this pandemic was the risk factors that went into whether people lived or died. And one of the factors was if you were a regular exerciser, you lived. Yeah. All of them did. Mm -hmm. So if you're a regular exerciser, you're going to survive, have a greater chance of survival yeah. than if you're not. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we're going to glean out of this terrible year we've had yeah. is that people are going to understand if I'm going to live, I'm going to have to take care of this body that God gave me. Yeah. And that's how we, and that's how I approach my life coaching. You, God's given you one body. Yeah. That's your true temple. Yeah. If you do not care for that temple, you cannot witness to anyone if you're dead. Yeah. You can't lead anybody to salvation if you're dead. Mm -hmm. So your body is your one true temple. And when you treat it like that, it's going to treat you yeah. very, very well. I'll take care of you. Mm -hmm. That's your, that's your ticket to Earth. Is your body? <laughs> yeah. You know, if you don't have it, you're not here on Earth with us. You only got one. Take care of that's it. That's it. You got one. Yep. And I think that's what people will get out of this pandemic is. Oh yeah. The value of taking care of their bodies. Yep, the value of life, health, mm -hmm. and family. It's everything. It's family everything. and friends. Mm hmm It's everything. And that's another thing we didn't talk about um, during our, our little talk here is the community that the community that we've built here is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it is unlike any that I've ever experienced, mm -hmm. and I've been in this industry a long time. Yeah. Um, and but I said it with intention. I said when I opened this that I wanted it to be different, mm -hmm. and I wanted people to not fear it and yeah. to not uh feel judged and mm -hmm. i feel like i accomplished that oh yeah even the first time i ever walked in here i mean it felt very open welcoming and and we we foster that and it's it's one of the things that we really uh focus on is making people feel comfortable and welcome even before I even started doing CrossFit for Zach and them and all that, he was always nice and welcoming to me. And, and him and Will really pushed me to come out there and try it. I was like, come out here, come out here. I remember that, JJ, <laughs> now that you mention it. I remember that you were, you focused mainly on the main gym. So for, for people who aren't listening, here's how this works. We have Berea Fitness, 
and that occupies um, most of the building that we're in. We also have CrossFit Berea. So if you're a CrossFit Berea member, you are also a member of Berea Fitness. If you're a Berea Fitness member, you don't have the CrossFit membership. But we do allow our Berea Fitness members to attend one CrossFit class a week on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. So some people come in to join the gym, and they're just strictly Berea Fitness. They don't have anything to do with CrossFit. So a lot of times we'll see people like you, and we'll say, this guy needs to go do CrossFit because it looks like it's what it's his thing. Yeah. And CrossFitters are a different breed. They're a different type of people. Almost they crazy to <laughs> some people. <laughs> yeah. They're a little extreme. They're very, very dedicated. They're very focused. They know fitness is a part of their life, and, they're, and it's always going to be. So they're typically, um, they want to work hard. They they want to achieve things. They want to hit those PRs. They're very driven people. Now, that's not to say that other gym members aren't driven. They're just driven in a different manner. Yeah. So they have different goals and different um, different things they want to focus on. There's nothing wrong with just working out in the main gym. I mean, I have a lot of respect for the people who just work out here. And oh, yeah. strong. There's there's some big strong people here i mean female and male so yeah it's it's fine whatever whatever's your jam is what you need to do find your jam my jam is belly dancing (laughs) that's my jam that's what i love to do and that's how i get my cardio in i strength train because i have to and i need to for my body as i know how valuable it is but my fun my fun movement is belly dancing (laughs) now that's not for everybody but that's my jam. So I tell everybody, come in and explore. Try things that you didn't think you would ever like because you never know mm-hmm. what's going to hit strike a nerve for you, what's oh going to yeah. make you feel really, really good about yourself. Oh, if you're all group classes and stuff, like I guess the boxing and the Zumba. Yeah, uh, we, we have that. A lot that of them are packed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we only have about we have a partial schedule right now. Uh, when we when we shut before we shut down, we were doing thirty two classes a week. I think we're at fifteen now. 15. Uh, but I am meeting with my Group X instructors, and over the summer, we're going to start building that class schedule back up. So we're going to be exploring some, hopefully, some new things that we can offer yeah. people to experience here. But our group, our group classes are usually full. Our, our instructors are fun. They're energetic. They care about you. Um, they'll help you after class if you talk yeah. to them. They're very personable. Um, and the thing that I hear the most is that they reflect the average person. And that's one thing that I've really focused on, too, is I wanted a representation of all shapes and sizes in my instructor lineups because um, you can be fit and and still instruct a class even if you have a few extra pounds on your frame. You know, you don't have to look like um, a uh, bikini competitor to be a fitness instructor. Yeah. You can lead people to a healthier lifestyle no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that's reflected in our group, cl- our group, um, our group 
instructor. Yeah. Okay, I have my five pillars. Okay. okay I'm going <laughs> to say I'm going to tell you what they Oh, the last one was 25 grams of fiber a day. So let me tell you what they are. All the, these are the five these are not a secret. <laughs> you can take these five pillars that I use in all my counseling sessions and I start everybody out here. 8 hours of sleep no matter what. 100 ounces of water a day before 2 p.m. Your probiotics, 30 minutes of exercising every day, 30 minutes of movement. We call it movement, not exercising, because the word exercising scares people. Yeah. 30 minutes of movement. 25 grams of fiber to a day is your minimum. Now, if you're not getting the water and you are getting the fiber, you're going to have some digestive problems. So the water is critical to help the fiber move. So those are your five pillars. If you take those five things and you applied them to your life and you were overweight, you're going to lose. You're going to lose some weight. You may not get where you want to go quickly. Yeah. It might take you a little while, but that's all you would need to do to make very, very important positive changes in your own life to make yourself healthier, help yourself to lose weight, and for your body to function better. Okay. I like those this is free advice yes free. <laughs> i don't hoard information <laughs> if you want to know something just ask me yeah. i don't i don't if you want to sit down anybody want can come in my office and sit down with me and i'll tell you exactly what you need to know to lose weight okay. now if you want me to take you on as a client then we start exploring root causes yeah how can we fix the issue so that it doesn't occur again where is that root cause? Let's identify it, let's correct it, and let's move past it. So a life coach is different than counselor in, or in um, therapy. Like uh, you go to a psychologist to, or a psychiatrist, you want to fix things. Mm -hmm. What a life coach does is we look at the issues, we look at the past, we look at what's happened, we work through some things, and then we leave that behind and move forward. So that's the difference between therapy and life coaching. We don't go into it to try to um, bring all this stuff back up to the surface and sort it out. We yeah. just identify it. What is it? Okay. If we need to do something to help you get better, we do that. Now let's move on. Let's move past it. Let's get past this, and let's build a positive, happy, healthy, fit life. That's what a life coach does. Okay. I know you mentioned your jam that you like to do. What are things other than fitness that you like to do? Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm a rock nerd. Rock nerd. Mm -hmm. I got some rocks tumbling right now. I crochet. Oh. <laughs> I quilt. I can't think of anything else I want to say other than um, get in here, find, yeah. find your community, mm -hmm. find your community wherever it is. I don't care. Go wherever you need to go to find your, your fitness community. Yeah. Just find it. Yeah. Life's so much better here. Mm -hmm. Life's so much happier, joyful. You have a love and a zest for life once you start feeling good and moving and getting that energy back and sleeping well and nourishing your body, loving your body with food feels good. Oh, yeah. 
It just feels good. It makes people happy. And it's so simple. It's so simple, JJ. It's just people make it hard, um, and it's not. It's just overwhelming. Yeah. It's just overwhelming. It's so simple. Anybody can do it. And you don't have to take drugs. You don't have to take supplements. You don't have to drink special drinks. You don't even have to use protein powder. You don't have to have any of those things to be successful. But they can help. And I can help you to identify which ones will. You know, but you don't have to. You can do it without without anything. It's just you, your own brain, your own body. That's all you need to accomplish a goal. A fitness goal, a weight loss goal. Just you, your brain, and your own body. That's awesome. Um I know your gym right now. When when is your all operating hours? Uh, well, we're twenty four seven for members. Um, our office hours are Monday through Thursday from nine a.m. to eight p.m. Friday from nine to five. Saturday nine to four, and Sunday one to five. One to five. Okay. And we close uh, one Sunday a month and have a. An ionized, it's a medical grade ionized chemical disinfectant applied to all of our equipment. So that takes three or four hours. We do that every month. Um, and that's an added layer of protection for you yeah. uh, for when you come in. Um, okay. We pay for that for our members just so that they can feel more comfortable coming into the gym. So if you need a good gym or want to find a good gym place to start your fitness journey and journey to a better happier healthier life come to Berea Fitness or CrossFit Berea either one they'll take care of you and uh, get you going and we're here to help that's just it if you need help ask for it just go to the front desk and say help me and you will get help (laughs) that's all you have to do you send the the number on your key card is my literal cell phone number every person in this town that has a key card on their chain has my (laughs) cell phone number that's my personal cell phone number, and my phone is sitting in front of me right now. Mm-hmm. If you text me that you need help, I will find somebody to help you. That's what we do, and that's how it works here. It's amazingly not ringing right now. If there's well, <laughs> fortunately, I have um, a great secretary. <laughs> His name is Donatello Rogginoli. <laughs> He's my husband and my business partner, and he does field my calls for me. <laughs> So if you call and he answers, that's because my phone is forwarded to him, but my texts all come to me. So I tell everyone that uh, if you try to get a hold of me and you call and I don't answer, text me. I will call you back, um, but text me and I'll, I'll get back to you. It's been a great episode. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, just uh, anybody that's listening to this, like and share. Like our Facebook page now. The podcast is now on Facebook and Instagram, so give us a like and share on there. We do have a giveaway coming up, so stay tuned for that.